Welcome to the Living Epistle Podcast, the place where you will find biblical principles to help you live out your faith on a daily basis and to have a positive impact on the lives of others. So get ready for another powerful episode of Living Epistle Podcast. Hello, my name is Tony Miles, and welcome to this week's episode of Living Epistle Podcast. Before I begin this week's uh, podcast, though, I wanted to take a moment to thank my daughter, Jada, for joining me last week and joining us here at Living Epistle Podcast on the um, podcast titled Overcoming Anxiety. The feedback and the calls and the texts and the comments we received was really positive, and it seems like many of you were truly blessed by what she had to share. So I'll definitely see, let's keep it a secret, but I'll definitely see if she'll come back and share with us on future uh, episodes. So again, thanks, Jada. Now for this week's episode, I witnessed something firsthand this week that was a great reminder of the real life example that goes on between our flesh man or our flesh being and our spirit man or our spirit being, right? So early this week when one of my family members, who I'll keep nameless just because I don't want to put their business in the street, but... Uh, Anyway, my family member and I were exiting a convenience store and this particular family member, as we were exiting the store, saw a snack um, that caused this individual to shout out with great excitement and glee. Ooh, uh, chicarones. And I had no idea what chicarones were. And so I glanced at the display to see if I could ascertain what a chicarones was and you know, what all was involved in that. And so, again, I had no idea, but I really wanted to know what had gotten my family member so excited. And so that I thought it was some new fancy snack or some new uh, nouveau, you know, nouveau riche or something, some snack or something that was just kind of fancy and uh, something obviously that I had never heard of. And so uh, my family member goes ahead and proceeds to, to purchase this particular object. And so now we get to our final destination and I cannot wait for this family remember to pull out this much anticipated chicarones. And so I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I look down at the package. And so as they're pulling out these pack of chicarones, I thought it was going to be some sort of exotic, again, dessert or some sort of snack or, you know, just something, you know, really fancy. (laughs) And so when the snack is pulled out of the bag, guess what? Chicarones. You may know this. I had never heard it referred to as such. Chicarones are nothing more than, you got it, good old-fashioned fried pork rinds. That's right. You heard me. Pork rinds. And so now I hear you. I hear you. You're saying, okay, Tony, what on earth does pork rinds have to do with today's podcast? Well, if you'll recall, remember I told you I witnessed firsthand the battle that goes on between our flesh man and our spirit man. And I told you about the excitement that my loved one had when uh, this particular individual saw these pork rinds and my family member couldn't wait to tear into the pack and and get into them. And so let's stop right there. Um, One of the things that just struck me about this was of all the possible snacks that my loved one could have chosen, there was fruit, there was bananas, there were um, there were 
you name it, candy bars, there were apples, there was just a, a just a wide variety. Again, we were in a convenience store. So, but of all of the fruit snacks that this, of all of the snacks that this individual could have chosen, this person chose and wanted pork rinds and got truly excited about it. Now, let's be honest. Pork rinds are a terrible snack choice. How do I know? Again, how we roll on Living Epistle Podcast is I won't say anything that I have not done my homework on. So just out of curiosity, pork rinds, right? I looked them up. When I saw that they were pork rinds, one of the things that I do remember is I grew up in Baltimore and my family's from North Carolina. Well, they eat pork rinds in North Carolina. So pork rinds were always at my house. My dad really enjoyed eating them. Um, and as and, and the truth of the matter is, I probably haven't had a pork rind since I was living at home in my parents' house. But that's beside the point. I looked up the nutritional value of a pork rind. For a one ounce pork rind, based on a um, USDA uh, or Food and Drug Administration, I should say, um, 2,000 calorie diet, right? So a USDA food, uh, um, USDA 2,000 calorie diet. Here it is. For a 2,000 calorie diet, based on this, a one ounce of pork rinds contains 154 calories. One ounce of pork rinds. Out of that 154 calories, 80 of those are calories from fat. All right. And so it contains 14% of the total fat that we need. So if you ate five ounces of pork rind, you'd have all the fat you need for the day. It's 16% of that is saturated fat, the bad fat, by the way. And then 9% of that is cholesterol. And here it is, the big one. For us who deal with high blood pressure, right? It has one ounce, 21% of the sodium that we need um, for the day. And I could go on and on and on about this, right? So the long story short is, and I know this for you pork rind lovers, but here's the truth of the matter. There is nothing redeeming about a pork rind except the fact that they satisfy our fleshly craving. Really nothing else. There's really, and from a nutritional value standpoint, there is no nutritional value in a pork rind, period. And so my loved one was just, you know, just really enjoying eating these pork rinds so much so that, um, you know, kind of just eating with uh, rapidity and just such joy and glee that she actually swallowed a piece of one of them and it went down her windpipe. It went down the windpipe instead of obviously going down her esophagus. It went down her windpipe. And my loved one began to violently cough for about 30 to 45 seconds, no exaggeration. And this person was um, so violently coughing, wasn't able to really do anything other than kind of cough to try to clear their airway that I stopped to make sure that, you know, the person was still able to breathe and, and, and literally just stop everything I was doing. And I was observing the situation just to make sure that the individual was still able to cough. And so eventually, long story short, is that their airway was cleared. Um, the individual was able to go and get a sip of water to help calm the agitated airway and help to subside the coughing. And so after kind of all of that, so now about a minute and a half has passed, the individual who who was so enjoying these pork rinds said, I'm done with these chicarones. I am done. So great. Fast forward five minutes. That's right. You heard me. Five minutes. And here, no, no later than five minutes later, I hear the bag of pork rinds rattling. And yep, you guessed it. My loved one, my family members right back in the bag of pork rinds. And at that moment, we looked up and we kind of looked at each other with the look. 
Yeah, I know what I said. I'm looking at this individual like I, I heard what you said, but here we are right back in the bag of pork rinds. So now what's the moment in that? The aha moment is, isn't that just like us? Isn't that just like each one of us? We make a bad choice. We get out, we find ourselves in a tough situation and we pray and we ask God, God, please get me out of this tough situation. And we make this promise. God, if you deliver me from this situation, I promise you I won't go back again. And so God, number one, being who he is, knowing who we are, loving us the way that he does. God does what God does. God delivers us from the situation. Yep. And you guessed it. And then what happens? And then we find ourselves going right back to the thing that we promised God that we would not do again. We go back to the thing that God has already delivered us from and we find ourselves in that situation again. Now, hang on. There is no judgment here. This is not the condemnation zone. That is not how we roll here. So if that situation sounds familiar to you, I want to to pause for a moment and say, if it rings true in your life, don't beat yourself up. Why? Because you're in great company. What do I mean? The Apostle Paul in the book of Romans, chapter seven, verses 19 and 20, he says something. He says it like this. Paul says, for the good that I will to do, I do not do. But the evil I will not to do that I practice. Now, if I do what I will not to do, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. So what what is Paul saying here? Paul is saying that it's our flesh nature, i.e. that sin nature, that which we are born in, that this this actual literal flesh and bones that we're born in is that constant war with our spirit nature. Now, what do I mean when I say spirit nature? I really want to be clear because We'll have people say, well, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. And I'm not really talking about that. When I say our flesh nature is at war with our spirit nature, I'm talking about our regenerated nature, that nature that we take on, that spirit that we take on when we give our lives to Christ and we yield our lives and our all to Christ. And then Christ says, behold, all things have passed away. All things have become new. I'm talking about that spirit nature, that nature now that the Holy Spirit, the spirit of God, the spirit of the living Christ has taken over in our lives. And now the Holy Spirit dwells inside of us. So, yes. So you got it. That Holy Spirit now, godly spirit, God spirit is dwelling inside of this earthen vessel who's still craving what it wants desiring what it wants to desire, even when it may not be the best choice for us. Okay. Amen. So I explained what I'm talking about there, that war that's going on. And so I know that sometimes we get frustrated. We get disappointed with ourselves because we find ourselves yielding to the cravings of our flesh. Yes. And we've all been there. We've all been there. If it rings true, if it resonates again, this is not to be condemning. This is not to be pointing fingers because we all have been there. We all will go there. We all do at times yield to the cravings of the flesh. But the point of this message is the point of this podcast tonight is, though, we do not have to give in to the cravings of the flesh. God has given us victory over our fleshly nature. God has given us victory over our uh, our sin nature. And two scriptures immediately come to mind that remind me of the fact that I, you, me, we, us don't have to yield to temptation. The first one is in Galatians chapter five, verse 16, which reads, I say then, 
Walk in the spirit with a capital S and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And so here it is, family. If we are feeding our spirit being, then we can affirmative conquer our flesh being. And so the question may be, well, what do you mean when you say feed our spirit being? Great question. And so, you know, we don't give generalities, but try to give practical things as well. So when we talk about feeding our spirit nature, when we talk about feeding our spirit man or our spirit woman, our spirit being, we're talking about reading our Bible. And again, we don't have to be biblical scholars. We don't have to read a chapter or two chapters every day. But man, pick it up and read a verse, read a sentence, read something from the living word, read the Bible every day and then pray. And again, no, it doesn't have to be any formal written wrote prayer, but just speaking to the father prayer is just communicating with God, talking to the father. And the Bible says we ought to pray without ceasing, which means we are to pray every day, to pray throughout the day, throughout the day, to pray often and just talking to God and talking with God and listening to what the Holy Spirit is saying to us. And then, yes, I must go there fasting. Uh, Feeding our spirit is fasting, but this is how God works. He is so amazing. How ironic that when we fast, that is when we starve the flesh, we actually are feeding the spirit. So when we starve our flesh or when we fast from the fleshly desires, guess what? We're feeding our spirit beings. We're feeding our spirit men. We're feeding our spirit women. Attending Bible study classes or, you know, going back over sermons that we've heard or surrounding ourselves with people who are serious about um, doing the work of God, doing God's work. Then we can uh, walk according to the spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And then here's my go to the second scripture is. And this is what I always think about at those moments of temptation, at those moments of decision, when I have to decide. First Corinthians 10, 13. Come on, you know it. I've said it a number of times here on this podcast. No temptation has overtaken you except such as common to man or mankind or humans. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with Every temptation will make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. And so, in other words, this temptation that's in your life is no different from what others experience. I've said that before. Right. We've all gone through it. But God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand so that when you are tempted, he'll show you a way out. He'll show you a door, a window. He'll show you how to endure this thing to get over, to get through, to get by so that you don't have have to yield to it. And so the word of God assures us that we do not have to yield to the temptations. So in other words, we are not powerless over our natural craving cravings, but it's quite the opposite is true. We are powerful and we can conquer our fleshly cravings. And so the only question then becomes which one is stronger, the flesh being or the spirit being? And the answer is really, really simple. And that is whichever one we're feeding the most is the one that will be stronger. Whichever being we're feeding the most is the one that will be stronger. And so here it is. I pray that you, that I, that we choose on a daily basis to feed our spirit beings so that here it is, so that no matter how enticing the medical for the metaphorical pork rinds, right? Because I'm using the pork rinds thing, just it, it stuck out at me so clearly this week. 
But the metaphorical pork rinds, those things that are bad for you, those things that we crave, those things that have no nutritional value. Right. So no matter how enticing the pork rinds may be to the physical being, whatever that pork rind air quote is, whatever it is, in this case, it was a literal pork rind. But you get the you get the point. Whatever that thing is that is drawing us and wooing us and enticing us, that physical craving, we know that there is no nutritional value to our spirit being if it's something that is the the flesh is craving. So the fact of the matter is, is that that pork rind, again, metaphorically speaking, whatever that thing that has no nutritional value to your spirit, man, but it's in fact actually detrimental to our spirit being. And so here's my challenge to you. And here's what I pray for you and what I pray for me. And those of us who are trying to live this life and walk this spirit led life is that we would constantly feed our spirit beings and constantly starve our flesh beings so that we can do and be what God is calling us to be. So that when the pork rinds of life come our way, we won't even hesitate to make a healthier choice and a choice that satisfies our spirit versus a choice that satisfies our flesh. So remember, family, preach the gospel at all times. And when necessary, use words. This is Tony Miles. Thanks for listening. Now go and be a living epistle. Join us again next week for another episode of Living Epistle Podcast. Music for Living Epistle Podcast is provided by audionautics.com.